0: Eagles Entertainment. On Wednesday, October 20th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Nick, now, now that Lane's back, is the expectation for him to play, or do you think he's going to need some time to get ready? Yeah, we're taking that day by day. Just, just like, really excited that he's back in the building, back with his teammates, and just super excited to see his face every day. Is he practicing, practicing today? Uh, he'll be limited. He'll be limited. Sorry to Yeah. The, the first thing with with all our conversations with players is we want to start with connecting, and uh, you know, connecting has to go beyond. It has to go beyond what you do on the field. It has to go into your personal lives. It has to go into your family. It has to go into you know anything because if you want to have that relationship with your players you got it you got to have something beyond the football field and so um the connecting things the connecting piece is so so big for us um and so you know that's with any tough thing that they have to deal with uh, whether it's you know i mean i could give a ton of examples of what it could be but mental health is no no exception you know it's every anything that our players deal with we want to be there for them and and uh and I feel like that's that's again, that's what we've based everything on is this 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 first of our core values of connecting. And so, um, yeah, I feel good that we we've, we've been able to be there for our guys through ups and downs, and we'll continue to be Has be there for them. That situation created a larger conversation mm-hmm. in the building about these topics. Uh, I think we're always aware of definitely of mental health and and, and all and, and those in issues like that. Um, just with the. the the doctors that we have, with the trainers that we have, with the with the people in the building here associated with mental health too, um, because we know that's an issue in our in our society right now. We want we want to make sure that we have all the resources needed for our players, um, for for everything, not just on the field, but you know off the field as well. You're trying to find ways to win games, and, and that is obviously probably your number one priority. But how much through all of this have you felt for Lane? Yeah, of course, like just again, any situation that our players have to go through that we're going to we're going to be there for them and we're going to feel for them in in tough times. I think that, you know, it's a family, right? Our our football team, our buildings like a family. And when something when your family members go through something, you hurt for them and you you feel for them and you want to be there for them. And so. Um, you know that's that's with Lane and, and the situation that he's he's going through, and then just with ever, with everybody on our team uh, that has to go through anything. And sometimes that's a player being injured, and then having a really hard time with you know getting through an injury, or um, you know, or you know, a death of a family member, whatever it is. Uh, and, and so we just again want to be there for our guys, to connect with our guys, and be with them uh, through the through the good times and the bad times. How important is it for it. How important is it for someone like Lane to, you know, be able to come out and say, "Hey, I have this kind of mental health issue," you know, as far as not only raising awareness for mental health issues, but among guys on the team, I think, too. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think again, when you're vocal, when you're vocal about it and, and you come up about it, I think that's, I think that's good because, I think what it does is it helps people. Other people that are going through, it. I think when you probably when you go through something like that, you think you're alone in that scenario. And I think when 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 someone comes out like like that with with their issues, and it, it kind of brings light to the situation, and um, and it helps and it helps and it helps other people uh, that are going through a similar scenario. Les, what's up? I'm sorry, he's limited because of the layoff. Uh, yeah, because of the layoff. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. going on. No, California. he no. was on the injury report um, before that Chiefs game with the ankle. Do you have a sense of where he is with the ankle? Is that a concern? Yeah, no, no, we're not. We're not concerned right there with that um, at this particular time. Nick, when you went back and self-scouting, uh, specifically about the slow starts on offense in the first half, and you mentioned after the last game making adjustments quicker. Mm-hmm. What did you see about making adjustments quicker specifically? Yeah, you know, again, when you, when you go through a game, you don't want to just say, you don't want to go through you always you always script your first 10 to 15 but that doesn't mean you always stick to that right you, you go through a drive you say hey are they still playing us the way we thought And sometimes the answer is yes and sometimes the answer is no after after one drive but you don't you don't say like well that, that that's automatically what they're doing. They might just have been something that they start with like um, and then you go through another drive and you're, and you're trying to get these answers through your first first 15. And so again, it's just to jump the gun and say, "Hey, they did this once. We got to switch back. We got to switch to this." I think's a little bit, um, you know, you, you don't want to do that because they, they might just be switching it up for a second, and then going back to it. And so, you know, what we do is just throughout the game and throughout the first half, you know, we want to get some looks at different things and see how that we think they're going to play it. And then, you know, especially after you're through that first 10, first 15, then you say, "All right, here's our list of plays." Are we what? Do, what do we need to go to now, right? Because of the way they're playing a certain thing, or maybe it's not on your game plan, and maybe it's not on your game plan, but they're doing something completely off the radar, um, unscouted looks that they haven't done. Well, then you have to dip into your into your beaters of you know your whatever whether it's your zone your zone read beaters or your you know their answers off zone reads or your crack replace beaters in the run game or your linebackers downhill in the run game or the defensive end playing a little different in the run game or it's a different coverage that they go to so you're constantly looking at that and you put you want to get through you at first 10 to 15 plays before you get that and so if you're not finishing you know, and obviously, I'm always going to be critical of myself. You know, that's of very, very first. I'm always going to be critical of myself, and you know, so that that was my answer to you. You know, hey, we got to make adjustments faster. The, but when you're not getting, when you're getting first and second down, and you're and you're and you're starting slow, um, which I feel like we've done obviously the last couple of weeks, then you know you're into third down, and then maybe you're punting or you're into a new set of downs. Like you want to be more efficient on first and second down to feel how they're going to play you. And when we started slow, like, it takes a little, you know, if you're three and out, it takes a couple possessions for you to figure it out because you're not getting enough plays. So we just got to be better on first and second down, especially early in the game, so we can make those adjustments even quicker. uh, Shane mentioned that as well yesterday, being more efficient on first and second down. With this extra time, though, did you find any themes maybe you didn't find, uh, didn't expect to find? Uh, with the extra time, and yeah. that could be defense, special teams as well. Yeah, so. no. When you when you're evaluating, like again, you always want to look at yourself when you have a couple extra days, right? And you want to, and, and so that was definitely an obvious thing that we did is is we looked at ourselves, figure out what we were doing well, what we're not doing well, um, what we want to do more of, what we want to do less of, um, both in the run and the pass game, and then you then you have a little bit of extra time to kind of evaluate. Other things in the league uh, of what you're saying, I won't tell you the studies I, I did of of some of those other things of of that. But you know, we were able to look at some things of you know maybe where we felt like we had a weakness and study the study you know what we've done in the past as a team um, and. Some teams that we deem good at the things that we were we were being that we had a weakness on, and so that was valuable obviously the the self scout on that, but it was also valuable to be able to do some studies on things that we deemed ourselves you know when we looked at our self scout and said we're not we're not great at this let's how are we getting this better all right well let's look at some of the things throughout the league and then the other thing that you always value on a on a pseudo bye week is the ability to watch games um Other teams play games. You know, you know. Almost, it's not like a fan. I I feel like I I can't be like a fan and just be watching it because I'm always looking at different scenarios and different situations. So I'm looking at it and like you know, you go through the the football IQ parts of it, right? Okay, hey, they're in a they're in a two minute what I call a timeout here. Would I would I uh, do what Jacksonville did at the end of the game with five seconds left and, and, and get it to him and, and clock it? Ooh, that's good. Well, that spurred some thought right there. And it's interesting when you get when you're able to do that, like you're on these group text messages with all the offensive coaches or all the defensive coaches or all the special teams coaches and you real and everyone's just talking like, hey, did you see what um, did you see what Bevel did in, in Jacksonville? Hey, did you see, and I'm just trying to think of other things that came up, you know, and did you see what what Cleveland did on this one? And so it that that's that's a big process because we do that process in situational football every Saturday. Um, we do that. We go. We put ourselves through that to you know to make sure that we've been our, put in put ourselves in every situation. Well, we were just able to do that live and in the spur of the moment um, this weekend. So and that's and that's college games too. I know even the you know because we're football junkies. there, there, there very very few of us like. I know I had different things to do with the family, soccer games, this and that, but I still found ways to watch games and, and do all that. But that's good. That's a good process to put yourself through um, when you're sitting there a, a, on the couch watching watching the game. With the, with the, pause, with the pause, did you step, stand back and, 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 re- and think that um, there would be as much of a learning process to being a head coach as there's been? Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I thought about all that and just – I definitely, I definitely did. Just thought about all that, and and thought about, you know, um, when you go through the, You know, we're, obviously we're starting. We started two, two and four. We all want to be better than that. And it just, it just, I was just very aware and very clear to me as I, as I sat. You know, when you lose a game, Jeff, you, you always, you're like, let's go back out and play again. Let's play again. I don't want to sit with this for this long. I want to get game planning again. And and so, but what I was very aware to me is that. You know, there are these waves in the season and there's these ups and there's these downs and the, and the downs can feel so low and the highs can feel so high. And it was a very aware to me, especially after with this long, long week, is that as as the head football coach, I got to be here. I got to be steady through and 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 I want you guys, and I want every, my team, you know, the team to hear me steady, you know, and hear me consistent through it all. And so that was the biggest thing. Like, I can't let myself as bad as I feel after a loss, as good as I feel after a win, I can't let myself get on the roller coaster of what this this league could potentially be. I have to stay steady and focus on the process that we want to do. And that's just getting better every single day. And, and, and getting better every single day to put yourself in a position on Sunday to go 1-0 that day. And so that's, that's been my biggest takeaway as a leader, and, and really that's the biggest thing I took away this week uh, as a leader um, and as a, as a head football coach. Jake, the ups and downs, you know, Hertz Hurts has gone through that. You have had one game that you called you know the best you'd ever seen in practice and otherwise, and other ones where the, the completion percentages have dipped. With the ability to kind of step back, you know, what are you seeing when it's going well? Uh, what are you seeing when it's not, and, and how do you you know, what's he need to do to get that consistency? Sure. When it, when it's going well, I feel like he's you know, he's again, he's taking his drop on rhythm, he's being able to sit in the pocket and he's able to to throw it on time. And then if something breaks down, then he scrambles and gets gets out of it and, and, and makes a play. Uh, when I feel like when it 's not going when it 's not going well is when he's quick to escape and and that 's something that again we 've talked about here that that 's something you're always going to have to you, you don't want to take his superpower away of escaping and making plays on the run um but um you know we, we just do want to make sure that we're more you know we 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 lessen the gap of off schedule plays and um and uh in dropback play. so that's what I—that's really what I felt—is that—is that, is that um, when I feel like he's playing well, he's—he's he's throwing on rhythm, and then secondary going and, and getting out of the pocket. When we feel like you know we want the play back or something, we feel like he might have left a little bit early um, and and got into something he was comfortable with with the escape and the his escapability. You, yeah, you get like, got to just you got to do it with making them feel comfortable with the plays you're that you're calling. Um, and what you're doing right and and so we're talking about the drop back pass game we're talking about the play action game we're talking about the screen game like we just got to do things that and that's, that's your evaluation after six weeks. What are we doing well? What are we not doing well? Do the things more. And because, you know, when he's feeling comfortable with that, it, you know, so at first I'm putting it on me that it comes down to play calling of, of giving, putting him in positions where he feels comfortable with the play to read it out versus the different looks that he's going to get. Because naturally we're seeing some unscouted looks because we're slightly different than, than other teams with, um, with the way Jalen plays. How patient do you think everyone has to be with this football team? Obviously, there's been a lot of criticism the last couple weeks with the way things have gone. But you have a young quarterback, your rookie head coach, you sure. have a young coach I, I understand the impatience. We, we all want to win. We, we all want to win right now. And when you're not winning, you're gonna you're gonna get impatient. But again, like I said, I can't let myself ride the highs and lows. If I ride the highs and lows, the rest of the team will hide, ride the highs and lows. I have to stay steady. I I have to stick to what I know is. When in times of adversity, I always heard. I've always thought that you double down on what you know is true, right? And what I know is true is that if you continue to get better every single day, it will put you in position to go one and each week. And so I'm doubling down on things that I know will help us get better every single day. And that's where my focus is. And I don't ride the waves of this, of the season because I know it can get bumpy if you do. And getting back to your previous answer, what's one scenario that you saw this weekend? that will change the way you operate. Yeah, that Jacksonville one, I, I don't want to give away, I mean, maybe I can tell you guys that off the record on the side, but that Jacksonville one was interesting. It it cre- it, 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 uh, it spurred a lot of thought on both the offense and defensive sides. Like, that wasn't one where I was just texting Shane and, and, and Brian and Kevin and the offensive coaches. You know, I was texting Gannon and his def- and the defensive coaches too because it, it just – and it was like – it was early on. It was, the, it was the Sunday morning game, right? And so – but that one was the one. That's the one that really, that really, spurred the most thought. You know. And then there's some things that happen in college games where just a couple mistakes here and there that, you know, we always talk through. And but that that's the main one, Zach. All, all right, guys. Go. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.